Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 51, The Damage of Negative Self-Talk. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. So today we're going to cover, you know, the damages of, of negative self-talk and um, kind of point out some of the things you can look for and um, kind of precursors to to give you a glimpse of that it's coming on. Um, but I think, you know, as we get into this, self-talk is really that, you know, voice in your head that's kind of going back and forth. Um, and some of the stuff it tells us is, uh, I think, spot on. And, and I think at times some of it kind of leads to that negative area and can really turn into um, a situation that it might not actually be true. It could be just how we're uh, kind of processing things. Yeah. And I think a lot of times too, you know, negative self-talk shows up in, in small capacities a lot of times. Like I think a lot of times it can be, you know, simply just like the words that we choose to associate with something um, that we're thinking or saying. Um, And it can show up too, like even in emails, texts, you know, stuff we put on paper. um, It's not always just thoughts and words that we say aloud or in our minds. Um, But I think for me, you know, I've, I've had a pretty long history of doing this stuff myself where, um, you know, if things aren't going my way or, you know, I'm, I'm running into tough situations, things like that, I'll start having this more negative self-talk that kind of creeps in. Um, but a lot of times I think that it, it starts to happen without me really noticing it. And, and I think it's those small things sometimes that, that like lead us to the bigger stuff, you know, like starting to attach a negative word to something, um, or, you know, a negative thought, um, that can kind of lead us to, uh, a worse place, like being depressed or, you know, having anxiety around stuff, things like that. Yeah. I think like, you know, like Logan said that, I think that's the biggest scare of like negative self-talk and, um, how it can be so damaging is because it starts out so minute and I think it kind of builds on itself and before we even notice it until we are in a situation where it's affecting our day to day, um, and maybe even our ability to be productive. Yeah. Well, and I, I think the negative self-talk too, for a lot of people is very, like very much that self-sabotaging stuff. You know, it's, it's that, um, kind of inner saboteur that we sometimes have. Um, and we start to, you know, have this negative self-talk and it, it starts talking us say right out of stuff that we want to do or things that we know we should be doing. Um, and, and once we start doing that, it kind of sends us down a kind of a nasty road sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I think, um, 
too, you know, it, you had talked about like how even like simply changing or even the way you, you kind of phrase things can start that negative waves, I think in your brain. And, um, you know, one example we have is really like here. So let's say we're, we're telling someone we have a lot to do today and we say, I have, I have a ton of crap to do today. Um, just by using that negative connotation of crap, it really, and it could be any word, but, um, it really kind of sets a tone for your day. Like you're already saying, I don't want to do this and having somewhat of a negative approach to it. Um, that kind of sends you down that road. Yeah. Crap's not always the word that I use, but family friendly show here, folks. (laughs) So, um, but no, like, but, but crap is a good one, right? Because I mean, think of the word that you're probably thinking of using instead of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And crap being kind of like a, a little more muddled down version of that, maybe not as bad, but the reality of it is it's still negative. Right. And when you associate that word with all of this stuff that you might have to do on your plate for the day and on your to-do list, right. When you start calling it crap, well, now, <laughs> how how likely, for example, are you to want to do all those things? If you're if you're looking at it, or or just even calling it a negative thing, maybe you're not necessarily looking at it as a full on negative yet. But what I find in my own life is that the more that I start to use those negative connotations and ties to things um, that I need to get done or whatever it is that I'm tying it to before I know it, then I start to not want to do those things, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, especially like, you know, a lot of times when you're talking about errands, you know, a lot of times people don't really like to do errands anyway. Some people find them fun, but um, you know, with anything, chores, house cleaning, whatever it might be. um, When you start tying that negative word to it, you're, you're just kind of exhausting the fact that you, you know, you're, you're removing it from a positive light. Um, even though it might not be a positive thing in and of itself, you know, if we're attaching that negative to it, it's just starting to, I think, build up that, that negativity around whatever that is that you're talking about. Yeah. I think it it can play into any area of your life. I mean, it doesn't have to be the things you don't want to do. It could be things that, you know, oftentimes I find myself, maybe we plan something a couple of weeks out and then it comes up and I'm like, oh, I'd rather be home or I'd rather not go socialize or I'd rather not, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, I think by priming your mind in a positive way, like what could I, you know, who could I meet today? Or um, just kind of flipping those thoughts and removing the negative part of it just makes it so much easier. Otherwise, you know, you've already set that expectation of I'm not going to enjoy this. So you're not really looking to maybe find the best or, uh, you know, find the best experience in the situation. Yeah. Well, and I've noticed too, and I think this is kind of interesting really, but like sometimes when I'm, you know, say talking with someone else, right. Talking with a buddy or something about, you know, all of this quote unquote crap that I have to do today. When I, when I attach that negative, you know, word, phrase, connotation, whatever, to something I'm talking about, 
I've often noticed that the person that I'm talking to might respond back with something that's a bit more negative as well. And it, I think that that just goes to show not only if, if a word, just one word within that has that much weight to navigate a conversation into a negative perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like think how much using that word yourself is doing for you on a negative sense, right? Like it, it really can, words are powerful, you know, thoughts are powerful. And I think that, that when we start to do those things or say those things, they can really start to move us into a bad place. And albeit sometimes very slowly, um, sometimes it can be quick though, too. And I think that's why, you know, having this conversation is so good because, you know, I think that all of us are guilty of this at certain times, you know? Um, and I think that like for me personally is being able to catch those things and, and notice when I'm doing them and kind of putting a halt to it so that I don't go down that worse path, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, you talk about the effects of the negative vision or words or usage of um, the way we think and the way we approach things. But, you know, it's just as powerful to use a positive um, a positive aspect when we approach it and to do the same thing. Because I guarantee in that conversation with someone else, if you're more positive, you're probably going to bring them into a more positive state, um, which will just help everybody. I think also, you know, another example in line with this is that you know, when we say we have something to do um, versus saying, you know, I get to do something. I have the opportunity to do whatever it is. Um, and I think that really kind of looking at life through that lens is is important because I think it helps us really overall find the more positive in our lives. And um, there really are a lot. I think a lot of times we lean negative. It's just the way we're programmed. Um, but finding those positives and actually being more aware and like present in your speech, um, I think can really help in the long run of being more grateful. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, it's so important to mention that though, right? Because how many times are we talking with somebody or, or even just thinking to ourselves and saying that, Oh, I have to go to work today or I have to get X, Y, and Z done today, you know, um, versus, like you said, Josh, like I get to do this, you know? Um, and I think that the weight that that carries when we, when we feel like we have to do something, um, you know, it, it, it kind of takes me back to when I was a child and, um, I don't know if anybody, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced this, but when your parents would say that you can't do something right. Um, or you have to do something. A lot of times if my parents said that I can't do this or I'm not supposed to do this, a lot of times it makes me want to do that very thing. Or, I still have that problem. Right? Um, or if if they tell you that you have to get your chores done or you have to get your homework done, it's it's the, the weight that that word carries almost makes us, it, it makes it feel burdensome to us. And, and then makes us feel almost like resentful of it in a, in a sense where 
now we don't want to do it as much because it's something that we have to do, you know? And I think that, that really reframing that stuff and kind of reprogramming our minds to look at things because the reality is, is that sure, a lot of this stuff we don't want to do actually, you know, and, and that's fine. Um, but why make it worse for ourselves? But the reality is, is that a lot of things that we're tying these negative connotations to or thoughts, whatever the speech that we use day in and day out, I think really are things that we do want to do, you know, like you had mentioned, like, you know, an obligation, right. Of going out with some friends that you had just set a couple weeks ago. Right. And then the time comes and, you know, you're kind of feeling like you want to stay home rather than go out and do something, you know, like right now here in Denver, it's frigid out, you know, and it, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been finding myself like I have all these things that, that I have on my to-do list, but the cold is kind of making me just want to cuddle up on the couch with a blanket and not do anything. The reality though, is, is that all these things that I've got on my list, they're not bad. They're not things that I don't want to do. Um, and, and they're really good things, honestly. But, you know, if we tie that negative connotation to it, to me, it just detracts us from wanting to do it that much more and then makes it really feel like that burden. Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, you know, thinking through this is a lot of that, like, negative self-talk and um, kind of that conversation in our head as, as we go through life, I think that it, it, it's almost at times underlying and you don't notice it right away. Um, and it might not even be towards like your day or what you have to do. It could just be a situation where maybe you're not happy with where your business is or your work is or your um, relationships are. And it kind of feeds into this uh, almost hamster wheel in your head of like, woe is me and, and you know, all the ways that you're messing up or, why am I not doing better? Um, and I think, you know, that's another way that this negative self-talk can really prime your day in your life is where it, it's not necessarily outwardly where you're, um, you know, I don't want to do something, but really more things aren't going my way and it's my fault and I'm going to hound and harass myself, um, as they come at me. Yeah. And I think that, see, that's why to me, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, but, you know, to me, that's where noticing that we're starting to do those things, because it doesn't always start off slow, right? Um, you know, some days we wake up and we're in a bad place. We're mm-hmm. not having a good day um, and things kind of take off, go zero to 60 out of nowhere. But a lot of times these things kind of start off slow and the more negative self-talk we use typically, the more that we'll, it'll start to happen more rapidly. And before you know it, we're in a bad spot and we are, we're doing just that. Everything is just like we're perseverating on, on all these negative thoughts and emotions that we have about ourselves, our job, whatever it might be. Um, and then, you know, for a lot of people that takes them down a dark road, especially those, if you, have a lot of anxiety, which I've dealt with a lot in the past. If you deal with depression, things like that, they can really kind of kick you into a, a downswing. And for many people, that's really tough to get out of. And so if you can kind of 
nip those things in the bud early on and, and kind of get control of them. Um, it, it can make a massive, massive impact, but then not only noticing it, stopping it and then flipping the script, actually starting to move into, you know, more of a positive narrative mm-hmm. and it, it's just super powerful. And, and usually, at least for me, it, it is quite noticeable and it can really turn stuff around pretty quick. Easier said than done, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's huge when you're reframing um, and trying to move that from really a negative conversation to a positive conversation. Um, but you know, Logan's hit the nail on the head with you got to be able to catch it and realize it before you reach a point of really going down that dark road and re- reaching a negative or a damaging level of um, negative talk and. You know, I think some of the examples of that are like, I I typically, I think when I get in situations like that, kind of catastrophize things, um, personalize things. So like, you know, they don't go my way. Well, it's because of something I did rather than, you know, maybe really the fact is that something happened outside of my control and it just didn't work. Um, But, you know, I want to give you an example. So like for me, I've kind of, I'm working through some of this right now and I'm in a situation where, you know, my business isn't where I want it to be. I, um, really am not in my fitness area where I want to be. And, you know, as, as we get off our wellness path and and lose some of those things that kind of keep us online and on our journey, um, it's easier for this negative self-talk and easier for really us to slip, I would say in our, 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 life and, and where we want to go. So for me, um, you know, I, I can tell you, I had my, my fitness came off. I wasn't reading. Uh, my business kind of fell off, not producing like I want to or where I want it to be at this point. And, you know, I noticed I was having a conversation with just a friend at breakfast one day and uh, I noticed he kept redirecting my statements like I would make a statement but it was negative in a in a way towards me or the way I'm performing or um all throughout our conversation he kept like catching me and going well is it really that or is it this this and this um and it was pretty interesting because it literally we're just sitting there having breakfast talking about how we hadn't seen each other in a while and I caught I could because of his help I could see myself just always referring to me negatively the situation negatively and more in a way of like things I'm, I'm just ruining it. I'm not doing anything right. Um, and it, it was very interesting to see that. And it's interesting to me cause I, I'm not like that. Usually I'm a person that's like, let's grab the bull by the horns. Let's champion through. This isn't that bad. And then I'm on the flip side going the other way going, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, I'm stressing out about this. I'm not doing this. I'm not motivated to do this. And you know, I think that when you reach that point where I was, you just have to be able to talk to me and hopefully you have somebody that was like my friend that was willing to, you know, point out, Hey, where do you, where do you, why are you talking like that? It's not, it's not a big catastrophe. It's just a, a little hill we got to get over, um, and reprogram yourself. Um, so I tell you that story to tell you, it's important when you, when you start seeing these negative things, and even if it takes you to the point where you're like me at breakfast with somebody and just downing on yourself. Um, 
make sure that you, you do focus on it. And, and at least when you notice it, catch it and try to put little things in there to just reframe your thinking. Um, so me, since that situation, I've been, you know, I did go back, I went back to a therapist just to kind of, I like that outlet to really express my emotions. And I think that's one area that I had lost that, you know, me doing my day to day just got stressed and didn't have a real outlet where I could just release it and kind of start all over with a third party to listen to me. Um, you know, I'm getting back into reading. I'm pushing myself to really get back on my wellness track, but also focusing on when I talk about things or when I think about things, um, trying to fight some of that catastrophe and um, almost fear of the unknown and, and, and unhappiness with where things are. Because really, at the end of the day, beating yourself up about it, at times it might be warranted. Like there might be things that you're doing that aren't, and there's things I could do better probably in certain situations, but the overall attack of myself and being negative due to my high expectations is not healthy and only leads down to, you know, that damaging really self-talk where you, you, I mean, if you get deep enough, you can't, you will not be productive. So really being able to hopefully catch it before I did, but if it takes the point I did, just, you know, find those resources and, and change your internal clock and talking and, um, find the positives in the day, even if they're little, just to build on. And, you know, I kind of gone back to, I'd say square one, just one step at a time, one step of the day and, um, kind of rebuilding that, that mindset of, uh, really overcoming the adversity that, that's in front of me and, uh, staying positive about it and just kind of enjoying, enjoying life. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I love that story too, because, you know, it, 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 it shows exactly how all this stuff can kind of play out, right? You start having this little bit of negative self-talk here and there before you know it, you're stuck in the mud and you're spinning your wheels. And, you know, it, that's one awesome thing about trying to always have some really good people in our corner um, to kind of help pull you out of those situations when we get so stuck that we're not noticing it or realizing it ourselves. Um, but you know, having that self-awareness, that's why it's nice when you can do that, you know, and you can start to notice these small, you know, things that might not seem like big things yet, but they're leading to bigger things and, and being able to catch those so that we can hopefully, you know, prevent ourselves from really getting to that point, because it is a tough thing once we do get there. And especially if we can't like catch it ourselves and notice it, you know, it, and it takes somebody, you know, close to us to be able to kind of pull us out. Um, and so, you know, I, when we talk about this, I think, you know, it's it's important to maybe note just a few of these things because there, there's so many different ways that this small negative talk and, and connotations can kind of look in, in life. And, um, you know, how do we actually reframe those? How do we reword that differently? Um so for example, you know, we kind of talked about this one earlier, but I have a crap ton of work to do today. Um, you know, something that we could reframe that to is that, um, you know, just simply like I have a busy schedule today. Um, it's a little bit lighter. You're not calling it something like crap, right? Um, you might have a busy day and it's okay to be realistic about the words that we choose. But if we just choose something a little bit better, you know, me knowing that I have a busy day doesn't necessarily 
put me in a, in a negative mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that it's just going to be a busy day. Um, like another one, for example, is I failed and I give up and we could reframe that as something like, I will give it another shot. Um, you know, or things didn't work out the way that I wanted them to, but I'm going to try it again. You yeah, know, or instead of failed, you know, I, what, did, what can I learn from this situation and keep going forward? Exactly. You know, and, and I think the important thing there is, you know, for example, a lot of us like me, I actually enjoy failing because that's when I usually learn the most stuff. Um, but just using that word, I failed, you know, and leaving it at that, I think carries a lot of negative weight for most people. Um, and so being able to reframe it in, you know, a way like saying, Hey, you know, things didn't work out the way that I wanted to, but what did I learn from it? You know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, can I try it again? Can I do, can I do better the next time, you know, and take what I learned and, and put it, put it into practice, you know, um, being able to do that can save you so much heartache and so much like just, really holding ourselves back from things. Cause a lot of times like that, that one there though is a big one for a lot of people. Sometimes people will fail at something and they will never do it again. Yeah. And that's sad. You know, now if it's something you really just didn't enjoy, <laughs> okay. But you know, if, if you, I'm trying to think of a good example, but if, if you fail at something that is okay. And I think that being able to realize that and take that negative feeling that we feel when we do fail and flip that into a positive that, Hey, it's okay. You know, we didn't make it this time, but you know, I learned a few things along the way and now we can take this and go somewhere better with it. You know, is it, it's a huge, huge tool to have in your tool belt. Yeah. I think the ability to build that, you know, determination mindset of, um, I'm going to learn what I can and I'm going to stumble is huge. But at the same time, I think it's important to know that that's easy to lose sight of too, as you continue to go and maybe continue to have obstacles or things maybe don't go your way. Um, really kind of having a heightened awareness of when the negativity does kind of jump in. Um, Cause I can think when mine really switched, I think, you know, it was little things that weren't me that started happening that kind of um, I should have caught sooner that I didn't. So I think if you kind of watch for that and even in your, even in your speech and phrases of like always never um, I can't, those kinds of things. I think for there, there's different people, right? There's optimistic people, there's pessimistic people. Um, and I think that, some of us are wired more of a positive response to things. And some of us are maybe wired to a more negative response to things, but that doesn't mean because you're, you maybe you're predisposed to a negative response. You can't retrain yourself to be more of a positive person. Um, but I, th I think finding those little things in, in the words we say and the, the phrases we use in situations can really help, um, in the long run. Yeah. Well, I mean that, that bodes right into your story though, right? Like, you know, because, you're typically more 
of a positive person by nature. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're one of those people that it, Josh is almost like motivated by tough situations. A lot of times, like it, it just that challenge, whatever motivates him to like, know, like, Hey, I'm going to have to work harder for this. And it almost excites him a lot of times. And, you know, so it's almost like someone telling me no. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, that, you know, the fact that that it can happen to anybody, right. It's, it's the people that maybe are not as optimistic um, and carry that more pessimistic type attitude, they might have to put more focus into it. You know, you might have to try a little bit harder. It's not going to be as easy to reframe things. Um, but even those on the more optimistic side, you know, are, you got to be careful, watch mm -hmm. what you're saying, you know, because just like you, right, you typically are in this more positive mindset. And sometimes that's when we can really get got, right? Because these things creep in and they catch us without even, you know, a moment's notice. And, um, and it's almost like you, you go zero to 60 and you wonder, you're like looking back wondering what the heck happened. Yeah. And I think too, with the, you know, whether positive or negative, I think that a lot of what ties into this is really maybe a, uh, a realistic look at life and, and, what it takes to get where you want to go maybe, or, um, realistic expectations out of life. I think that, you know, some of what caused me to go negative is unrealistic expectations maybe of where I should be or where, I mean, I think we always have expectations. And I think a lot of times we expect one thing and we end up somewhere totally different and being able to rationalize with those expectations, I think is huge. Uh, that's one of my, I think growth areas is really, being realistic about my expectations and then not setting the bar too high that I, uh, self-sabotage myself. Yeah. No, I think that's, it's great to point that out, you know, and I think that a lot of people, and this is kind of another example, but they, they will get, you know, especially like the, the failure one, right. They get into that mode where oh, I failed and I'm going to give up. I'm, I can't do this or whatever. Um, we get sometimes in that, that headspace where we start thinking that bad things just always happen to us, you know, and, and that's a really, really crummy place to be when we are constantly just like waiting for the next bad thing to happen. Um, and, and feeling like kind of like you had mentioned earlier, like that, woe is me. Right. Um, and you know, so when we're, in that headspace, you know, and we're, we're always thinking, gosh, bad things are always happening to me, yada, yada, yada. Right. Um, that's another good time to flip that script a little bit and, you know, say to yourself, maybe, you know, I've, I keep getting handed these tough situations, but, um, you know, usually they teach me something good. What, what is that? You know, and, and try and look at the, the positive within that negative. And we've talked about that before. Um, and when, when you start to get in that really deep spot, you know, I think that's, that's one of those times you really have to start kind of having that, you know, moment with yourself. And, you know, cause sometimes it, life isn't always <laughs> great, right? Bad things are going to happen. And that's, that's okay though. We're going to get through them, but we have to also recognize, you know, that there's a different way of looking at things. And, 
Um, it might not feel great all the time, but it does help. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, in line with that, you know, life is really what 10% of what happens to us and 90% of how we react. I get that right. Or am I reverse? I think you got that a hundred percent right. Um, but I mean, honestly, we know we're not naive. We know that things happen and, um, you know, there's some things that you, you're just going to, you're going to fall into negativity about, and it might be, you know, there's good in life and there's bad. And sometimes the bad actually lasts longer than we want it to. It could be years. It could be, you know, numerous amounts of energy and time and effort just to kind of get out of a situation or, or you know, change your situation. Um, and I think that's where having those positive self-talk um, and really finding the little things in life to be positive about can help boost you and kind of carry you through that situation. Um, cause when, when these, these heavy things do come on, um, it's really, I think hard to see the positives. And, um, you know, that's one thing I've been actually kind of working on is trying to do like a gratitude journal or the end of the day, just kind of reminisce on the day and think of two or three things that I'm grateful for or happy that happened. Um, just to prime myself in the evening and then hopefully in the morning I wake up, you know, more in that mindset of positivity and can keep moving forward. But, you know, finding something like that to kind of push you through and reprogram you. Cause I can tell you from experience as a very positive person, you can't just grind and expect that everything you're doing now is going to work years from now. Um, you have to find those things to kind of reprogram yourself, reinvigorate yourself, um, and kind of give you that, that extra boost. It was almost like a, you know, a, uh, refueling yourself on, on, uh, the positivity and where you can get to. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just so important to be able to do that, to recognize things and to really be able to, you know, like we said, flip that script and be able to start digging in and, and finding positives within negatives. And, you know, if you start noticing yourself, you know, using that negative self-talk or, you know, attaching negative words in conversations, text messages, emails, whatever. Um, the second you notice that stuff, or if somebody else points it out to you, um, stop and pause and and really start to think about what it is you're doing, how it might be affecting you or how it could affect you, um, and and flip that narrative around and start trying to use more positive speech or at least start looking to find that positive underlying, you know, what, what could I learn from this or how could this make me better tomorrow or a year from now or five years from now, you know, and it might not always be that immediate thing that we want. You know, a lot of times we want that immediate gratification, but, um, you know, if we start looking at things with that mentality, um, that can really help get us on a much better path when we're starting to go down that negative road. Yeah. I would say most times it's not, instant. It's going to take you time. Yeah. Um, but I think too, during that really addressing issues and, and kind of as you're in that reframing mode, really diving inside yourself and being honest with yourself and finding out why, why am I in this situation? Why am I thinking this way? What is really the underlying cause of me being so negative? Am I, is it really something with myself? Is it something external I can't control? Um, but really kind of working through those feelings and 
having a good, honest answer on what is causing me to, to be so negative or be in this negative mindset and self-talk. Cause I think if you can find the underlying cause then you at least have something to work on and you're not just kind of, you know, you're being positive, but you really don't know why you're, you're having to work on it so hard. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I think it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. And today we got a couple quotes for you. One of these, I'm almost certain that we have used before, but I love this quote so much. And I think that it's, it's really applicable to what we we've been talking about today. And the quote is um, by Henry Ford, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. And the second quote for you is from David Taylor Claus or Klaus, sorry, uh, as words matter and the words that matter most are the ones you say to yourself. All right. Well, don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And you can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.